bringing you news where environment and social justice issues intersect. Today's show was produced on the lands of the Bundjalung Nation in Lismore as it recovers from devastating floods. The show is facilitated by Radio 3CR in Nam, known as Melbourne, and broadcast across these stolen lands via the Community Radio Network. I'm Beck Horridge. Today we'll hear from Bundjalung Elders Council Chairperson Mickey Ryan, who has been fighting in court for 11 years to stop residential development on the Sleeping Lizard Mountain, also known as North Lismore Plateau. Mickey was gutted. He had just received devastating news from his legal representative, Al Oshlak, from the Indigenous Justice Advocacy Network, that his case to protect the mountain had been dismissed from court. He talks about the huge significance of the Sleeping Lizard Mountain to the Bundjalung Nation. Later on the show, we'll hear from Auntie Robin Stone, some music from Uncle Artie Williams, and Cindy Mebengari Roberts from the Widjabal tribe of the Bundjalung Nation. Bundjalung Elders Council Chairperson Mickey Ryan. About being not fair, it's, um, it's prejudiced. That's what it is, like, because of... We've told, I've told them the stories and people that back me, the Aboriginal people, the elders, because they're part of the Bundjalung Elders Council Aboriginal Corporation. I'm the chair of that now. But before me, there was old fellas, like in their 80s, that run the show and they they backed me on the North Lismore Plateau because they know the significance of the site. And uh, that was a camp up there and my my grandmother's brothers and sisters were born up there. And then, then they got removed from the North Lismore Plateau, got taken out to, they called it the Danoon Mission. And um, that's where my grandmother was born in 1913. So the, the whole land is so significant to us because of not just my grandmother's been born on the mountain, all her brothers and sisters, my uncles and aunties, they were born up there. And, you know, like, oh, and we go up there camping and hunting as children and, we didn't rape the land, kill many birds, or we, we only we knew what we could eat, sort of thing, off the land. Plenty of fruit and vegetables grew up there, and yeah, it was our playground. Like being under the welfare system, we we weren't allowed to come over to, over the bridges over to town. Like, we weren't white enough and not black enough, sort of way. And uh, so we had boundaries as children, from my grandmother's perspective, and the river was the boundary and our playground. And, the bridges, and so we're North Lismore people through and through. And uh, that's my home and that's my connection to country. Yeah, my old people, um, they, they used to tell me when I was a young boy, you protect that mountain. No matter what happens, you protect that mountain. And only about 11 years ago it started talk of the development. I didn't, didn't think they'd ever start after all these years. They well, they filled every hill, nearly hill in Lismore now, so they had to look elsewhere, out of flood country. And uh, But Aboriginal cultural heritage got swept aside and you know, they just want to destroy everything we have left. There are burials, existing burial sites up there. We registered them, I think. They've been registered by the archaeologists that we found. We found six burials left. And also they want to like the plateau, like the sleeping lizard, he, his head runs down. He used to run down to the riverbank. They put Nimbin Road in, so they cut his head off, and his tail went out to where the Danoon Dam is, like where the mission was, and 
and uh, went out to the Danone Dam. And now they want to drown all that valley with um, significant sites there. There's 42 burials and heaps of, well, what, what they know of, threatened species that are going to be drowned forever. And uh, they're talking about removing the bones after, like the 1800s, our people were buried there. They want to remove them and put them somewhere else in the ground. But I don't think they'd believe that they'd just leave them. They'd just get rid of them, you know. Like they, they're disrespectful, fellas. As developers, they just greed. It's all about the money. Cultural heritage doesn't exist to them people. Like with my dealings with them, well, people like yeah, they suffered. I seen how they were treated, and um, said I'll never let that happen to my kids. Like you know what I mean. And, uh, and I've always stood up to the injustices, and like I don't want to, I'm, I'm not a criminal or nothing, but I've been jailed a few times through my young diet because I stood up for my people and I was charged with assault and all that business, but nothing so serious. Because I stood up and I still stand up today for the, these people that want to rape the land and take the land. And, you know, it's just so significant to us. It's a part of me. It's a part of my family history. But the land, like when I go up there, when I lived in Sydney and Brisbane or Adelaide, wherever I was, I'd come home and all the animals had come to life on the plateau. <laughs> they were happy, I was home, sort of thing, you know. Connection. But I'm a bit of a silk and um, I've got a lot of feelings about it. My all our people, even today, like, you know, they're mistreated, living on missions and that. How come they live on missions when they own the land by right, you know what I mean? And uh, the Gundarimba out there, like, I used to go out there as a kid, but the welfare used to come looking for me. And all the old people, used to, well, the aunties used to put me under the bed and hide me because I wasn't bad enough to be there sort of thing. And, uh, but that's got nothing to do with the development. But, yeah, <coughs> as I say... Growing up in Lismore as a boy, the racist against me grandmother, and, you know, that's why I stood up and went to, got locked up by boys' homes and that because of the treatment of my grandmother and the people abusing her. And I just had a short fuse. Mickey Ryan talking about his connection to country, to the Sleeping Lizard Mountain known as North Lismore Plateau, currently already being damaged by development and Mickey needs to protect that country. A number of rare and endangered species are currently observed on the Sleeping Lizard Mountain. Here's the sound of the rose-crowned fruit dove. And here's the white-eared monarch. The long-eared microbat is also at risk of local extinction. And here again is Mickey Ryan talking about his connection to the Sleeping Lizard Mountain threatened by development in Lismore. There are burials, women's birthing sites, scarred trees, artefacts, sacred waterholes and spiritual dreaming sites on the Sleeping Lizard Mountain. You've been working to oppose this development on the Lismore Plateau, also known as the Sleeping Lizard Mountain, for a long time now. Yeah, Mickey Ryan's my name. Yeah, I was born over in North Lismore at the foot of the mountain, and that was our playground. Playground in the winter, 
and summertime was Bory Creek, the river. And we lived on the river. We were river people. We they used to call us the river rats. You know what I mean? And south is more over the river, and north is on this side, and we'd have mud fights and fight the kids with each other. You know what I mean? It was just the river was fun. It was our playground. We lived all over. There was fish. There was heaps of fish in it. Today there's no fish. And uh, yeah, the mullet had run for Anzac Day Easter time. The mullet had run. Spirit gave gave us fish. Like the mullet would run as far as you could see down the river and up the river. The mullet went to Bory Creek where my people had original campsite, the original camp. We could go and pick up the mullet in the in the creek yeah, while I was spawning. So, and that's the only fish I eat today. I don't go and spend $50 a kilo for fish, but mullet now, they used to give you a mullet. They, well, native title, I bought it up with native title, so we're going through our native title claim. We're getting our native title on the 4th of November this year. And native title took it to court about us getting mullet for free. Go down the fisheries, and they'll give us, you know, kilos of mullet every time they got they the mullet run. So I don't know how that's going to work. But you're not even able to go and catch them now. But there's none in the river. Our river's dead. Yeah, you don't see no fish jumping. And whereas we depended on it, we'd wag school and go jag and mullet and go and share it in the North Lismore community with Aboriginal and non-Aboriginal people. Because we were sharing, and my grandmother always said we're sharers and carers. And we shared with everybody and we cared for country. Yeah. Um, well, certainly Indigenous people in the Bundjalung people I've always found to be very friendly and yeah. sharing and caring, especially yeah. considering the real history and, you know, if truth were told. Exactly. I know that today's a difficult day for you because you've just found out from Al that you've lost a court decision. What seems so surprising to me is that this area of the North Lismore Plateau, or this, the Sleeping Lizard Mountain, Sleeping Lizard, yeah. had been given back to your people, the Bunjalung people, correct, with the overwhelming community support that still stays there and it all been handed over. How could this be? The, you know, you give something and then you what then takes part of it away again? How yeah. did this happen? Yeah, well, that's right. Well, it's not the first time they've done it. Like our people roam this land, like back in the history days. They were shot shot on site so the white fellows can build their farms and all this business. And my grandmother told me and my grandmother's grandmother told her, so she knows about it. They lived in, you know, our people were shot in the back running away on the North Lismore Plateau. And... uh that's why it's the whole thing, like, it's a part of me, like, you know. Mm. Mm. I, I thought we'd beat them anyway, but, but you know, if they build up there, I'm sure something's going to happen to the people that live in there. That's my own feeling and I know how. The more people will frighten them. They'll come, they'll come. When over North Lismore, that we had visitors. Like people might think I'm talking garbage, but it's not garbage. We had visitors. Grandmother, my grand said, "Don't be frightened. They only come here to check up on you. They come to the house." Yeah, eleven years. I think it's about eleven years we've been fighting the developers and Lismore City Council. Like Lismore City Council, I thought they, it was just about roads, rates, and rubbish. But they're not developers. Well, they've just taken the land. That land. Oh, that's our land. They've never paid the land, not paid for the land. They just took it off our people. They killed our people for that land. And all around where Lismore's, there's no employment here for people in Lismore. 
and now they put they want to put more development on every part of Lismore, north, south, east and west. It's just non-stop. Mickey Ryan talking about his connection to the Sleeping Lizard Mountain just north of Lismore. This is Earth Matters, bringing you news of the changing environment and the resulting hits to social justice. I'm Beck Horridge. This year, I attended a NADOC event at the Crabs Creek Community Hall. Crabs Creek, a tiny village in the Northern Rivers. Here's Uncle Lewis Walker calling people into the community hall to hear Uncle Artie Williams sing to his guitar. crooning so sweetly at the Crabs Creek NADOC Day in July 2022. Then Auntie Robin Stone talked to me as the kids played. Too many. I'm Auntie Robin Stone. I'm the Bundjalung Elder and Custodian of Byron Bay. Can you just go that way, please? Um, we're we're, we're okay. trying to find... Uh, yeah, we've got to find forest. We excuse the children. If they come on and they make a noise, I'm not going to tell them to go again, OK? Uh, that's what I'm there for, the children, the next generation. I'm also there for world peace. I, I think that, yes, we, if we get peace here in Australia, like, like we're hoping, and we sort out here, then other countries will do the same. And the objective is that this is not just one country's problem. It's all over the world. 
right? The destruction, the floods, the thing. Mother Nature has a temper. You disuse her and she will pay back, right? So there's a lot of us here that have the same idea. Until we get love back into the world between the people, then Mother Nature's not going to be happy and we'll get more bad weather and more cyclones and more floods, right? So that's basically all I preach. And, and you'll be surprised to know I've only been doing it five years. Before then, I knew nothing. I didn't know anything about my people. I was a stolen generation, and in five years, they've taught me a lot. So I'm proud to be a Bunjilung woman, and I'm proud to be a representative of my people. CO2. Emissions don't know national boundaries. They don't know anything about race. And neither does love. Love doesn't know national boundaries. And if people started loving themselves, they'd learn to love other people more. The thing is, to be able to do and talk about love is to be sure that you love yourself enough that you want to pass it on to other people. So that's... I just like to be happy. What people don't understand is for thousands of years we lived here in harmony with our land, and we still are. We're still in harmony. Yeah, to come and sit by a fire and have a yarn. Yeah, you do that in the city and they call up the fire brigade and you've got a fire. And, no, no. I like the peace and quiet of the Bunjalung land, and I like most of the people. And we have a problem with drugs and that, but we're working on it. Yeah, you know, we're getting, starting to get to the kids. Yeah. I take in a lot of homeless. Yeah. We're here at Crabs Creek today where some Bunjilung people want to set up a healing centre. That's a good idea. The more healing centres you've got in culture, the better off our country will be. Because we can teach you. We can teach you how to live like us. We can teach you what's good for medicine that's not good for the pharmacies but works. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. We're going back to what we were. I don't agree with treaties. You can't do a treaty if you've stolen the land, right? So I don't agree with treaties. And I think it's about time the Australian government got off off their arse and listened to us. Right? They should, because they're ruining our country. Right? They're building big cities, they're doing this and they're doing that, and they're killing our land. Right, so I'd like to see all the cities fall down, to be honest. But I wouldn't like to see people having to start from scratch. And that's what's going to happen if this keeps going on. There's going to be people that are going to have to start from scratch and they do not know what to do. So we're waiting. We'll be there to show them. No. I hope it's in my lifetime. <laughs> That's about all I've got to say. Auntie Robin, thanks so much for talking. Auntie Robin Stone at the NADOC Day celebrations at Crabs Creek, northern New South Wales.
Last night I went to the council meeting at, at the Lismore City Council and a lot of people spoke up against a development in Ganelabar that's going to destroy koala habitat. And um, one of the speakers was Cindy Roberts, also known as... Mebangari. Also known as Mebangari. Woman Eagle. Woman Eagle. I feel so grateful to Cindy. She's invited me to her home here in Ganelabar. We're looking out over a, a greened treed valley with houses in the distance and here she is. Cindy, could you tell me in your own words who you are? Well, first and foremost, I just want to say to everyone, Garama, Bogabe, Dingala, Jingiwale, everyone. Yeah, so I met Beck last night, but you guys might be quite familiar with me with, um, you know, I don't know, the wind carried my name so far through the trees and through states that a lot of people got to know who I am via social media, but a lot of people don't know me personally. You know what sort of woman I am, who I am. You know what am I? What what are you know the values that I that I stand upon and and you know my beliefs and you know people know me only by what you hear of me, but a lot of people don't know me personally. And once you came to know who I really am. Actually, you become pretty fond, <laughs> and you'll see. Yep, here they are, the ancestors. Me and Beck had a yarn. We caught up last night. We met for the first time, and Beck said, "I'm with, you know, a podcast called Is it Earth, Earth Matters? Yeah, Earth Matters, and absolutely Mother Matters. So, as you know, as a First Nations, you know, um, Dubai woman." of the Widjabal tribe, a lot of people, yeah, they know me throughout this country. I've always been one to, to fight for country, to fight for Mother Earth, you know, for the injustices. As you know, I organise a lot of the rallies here in regards to Black Lives Matters and stuff like that, and I'm always rallying, always protesting. If it's about the land and the destruction of Mother and and the injustices that have been handed down since colonial settlement for First Nations people and the continuation of it today, still modern-day genocide, the government, the corporate elites, all still at it, always plotting and planning how to divide and conquer a people so we cannot unite. So, But we have to unite because it's the only way that we can move forward as a people, you know, finding another way forward self-determination as a people, as a race. We all come from different tribes, but it's time to come together as one, one tribe, one people, because it's the only way we're going to look after country, mother, for the next generations to come. So much destruction has been done. And we have a responsibility, not just my people now, but it's your responsibility too as Australians, to stand side by side with First Nations people. And, you know, yeah, becoming family. One tribe, one mob united. So we can stop the injustice that has been going on in this country for so long. I heard someone say at the meeting last night, I'm not against development. Well, I am. Because if they're not developing in the right 
manner because we all know go, what goes on behind closed doors with development is dirty de- deals. And I raised that in that meeting last night. I don't know who's done a deal. Only hell knows if there is a heaven or if there is a hell. Well, we know where these mob are going. But if deals are being done, they're always being done behind closed doors and under the table and I'll rub, I'll scratch your back, mate, you scratch mine. When as environmental activists we're working with our Indigenous brothers and sisters, uncles and aunties together, what sort of allies do you like to work with? What sort of, when you're sussing out your potential ally, what qualities are you looking for? Everything. <laughs> Everything. you got a gift, but the, 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 mo- the thing that I love the most is spirit. When you've got a, a passion, you know, and you can hear and you can listen and you can, you can hear the land speak, you can feel, you know, that's what we need. But you have that passion you know, that because we all have a calling to look after nature, you know. Someone said that last night at that meeting, actually. Someone said, um, but they have no voices because you, my friends, we are their voices. We are the voices of nature. They look at you and they depend upon you to save them, to protect them. But in saying this, we need to be looking after and protecting one another also. Mebungari, Woman Eagle, Cindy Roberts, from the Widjabal tribe of the Bundjalung Nation. At the meeting, the Lismore City Council voted down the development application, preferring to face legal action from the developer rather than legal action from the community. You have been listening to Earth Matters. This edition was produced for Radio 3CR in Nam, Melbourne, Wurundjeri country, and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. If you'd like to get in touch with the Earth Matters team, you can email us at earthmatters3cr at gmail.com or visit our Facebook on Earth Matters 3CR Radio. And to listen to or to share editions of Earth Matters, you can find this and all the Earth Matters podcasts at 3cr.org.au forward slash Earth Matters. Look out for more from the Earth Matters team next week. I'm Beck Horridge. And now, another song from Uncle Artie Williams, played at the Crags Creek NADOC Day in July 2022. I think to think it all over, I lost my heart at sea. I've grown so used to you somehow, well I guess nobody's sugar daddy now. I'm a low, low one song. I got the love blue. Blue as heartache of the year. Lonesome memories I still bear. I still love you, but I know you don't care. I've got the blues, the blues, heartaches, oh.